Hello there and thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I'm Daniel Charles and I'm the host of the YouTube channel Son of Chelsea where I upload daily videos about the club I love. On this feed are all my regular shows from Added Time, my weekly Q&A where I answer questions from my audience, Let's Talk Chelsea where I discuss the latest and biggest stories surrounding the club and my match review series The Rational Perspective plus the Every Other Saturday podcast where I speak to interesting guests about their love for Chelsea. It's all here and all free for you to enjoy. All the podcasts on this feed can be viewed in video format if you so wish on my channel. And if you'd be so kind to subscribe and like the videos, that would be greatly appreciated too. Also, one last thing. If you like what you hear, please rate and review the pod on your provider because that really helps too. But for now, thank you and up the chels. Hello there guys, what is going on Santa Chelsea? Back here again for my rational perspective on Man United nil, Chelsea nil. Uh, 2020 just gets weirder and weirder because uh, Chelsea have got back-to-back clean sheets under Frank Lampard. Two nil-nil draws, I don't think anyone could expect that even like seven days ago after the Southampton game. Chelsea would be able to put in two resolute defensive performances showing real uh, sort of organisation, structure under Frank Lampard. Um I think there there is going to be that frustration about Chelsea going for the game a bit more um, in terms of Man United. I think their fear, I think both teams are very fearful. I think it was a low quality game, if I'm being true. I think there were some quality individual moments and performances that you can look at, especially from a defensive point for Chelsea once again. Um, But in terms of the attacking play and the attacking talent on show, it was really poor um, in terms of the final third. And I think it was very cagey, even when both managers made sort of subs and especially Solskjaer made attacking subs in the second half. It didn't really change the flow of the game. Everything seemed to break down and very much the weather sort of encapsulated the mood of the game it was not an expressive fun exciting game it was a very cagey one and um, that's why we got the nil nil draw in the end Um, I think it's interesting that throughout the summer we were focusing on the exhilarating attacking signings we were bringing in whether that was Kai Havertz Timo Werner Hakim Ziyech Um, but tonight it was the two defensive signings actually the three defensive signings we made this summer that made all the difference and helped us keep that clean sheet Uh, Ben Chirwell um, I thought Ben you know had a good solid game in defence once again but I think you have to once again look at Thiago Silva his best performance in a Chelsea shirt so far um, he looks so comfortable in the middle of a back three we'll get to a back three because that was a surprise I did talk about it in my team selector yesterday I wasn't stunned when I saw it um, there was some confusion whether Reese James was actually playing in a central midfield three with Jorginho and Kante but of course it turned out to be a 3-4-3 so the first time Frank Lampard implementing a free back system so far this season I'm intrigued to see how that goes moving forward or whether that was just a case of this is the opponent we don't want to be done on transition like we were a lot of the time against Man United because that's the threat of Marcus Rashford and Man United made it pretty clear early on especially before Pogba um, came on and Greenwood and Cavani that they were looking to be a reactive side um, even if you know um, Solskjaer had moved from the 3-5-2 to the uh, 4-2-3-1 or the 4-3-3 with Fernandes in there and Maguire coming back it was still such a dull first half really but I think you have to give credit to from a Chelsea perspective um I think Thiago Silva was absolutely brilliant, bringing everything we hoped he'd bring with that signing. Of course, all the fear about that signing was his age, coming to a new league at his age in his career and and adapting to what is a very intense league. This wasn't an intense game, but for a defender of his experience, of his nous, of his intelligence, of his danger awareness, which we saw uh, come to fruition very late on in that game, a massive block, which for me gave him man of the match uh, from Edison Cavani, his former teammate at PSG. Um, I think this was a game he absolutely excelled in and I think he's bringing something that we just didn't have last 
last season. Of course, we need to see this for a few more games. But, you know, I think now we've looked at Thiago Silva with Kurt Zuma and Dave and Shearwell in a back three or a back four. Um, looking at that defensive configuration with those personnel in with Mendy behind them against Crystal Palace, against Sevilla and against Man United. And Chelsea just look a lot more safe, a lot more certain, a lot more rigid. Um, very few times did we get done on transition. I think the midfield two of Jorginho and Kante didn't get overrun. Balance was the word. I think there still is that issue of Chelsea not getting the ball to their best attackers uh, once again. Um, that was a frustration. It was the same thing for both sides. I mean, maybe Man United, I think, edged it in terms of clear-cut chances and both times uh, Rashford being stopped by Edouard Mendy. The first save, I think both saves are brilliant. They really were. Um, and they're the sort of things you hope Mendy would, will bring to Chelsea, bailing us out um, when Rashford's one-on-one. That's sort of the chance that I'm sure Man United would dream of and Rashford dreams of and he loves scoring against Chelsea. He scored a goal like that against Chelsea at Old Trafford before, um, but it was really good. Actually, the first time you thought it was a bad miss by Rashford, but I actually think the second time you look at it, um, I think it was good movement by Mendy to really shut down the angle uh, for Matt Rashford there and stopping him uh, finding the corner. It was a strong save. Of course, he did have that dodgy moment where he nearly scored an own goal at the end of the first half, but other than that, he was brilliant once again, um, just adding everything we lacked in that area last season. And right on the 90th minute, uh, Marcus Rashford, curler from outside the box. Uh, Solskjaer thought it had gone in. I think a lot of people thought it was heading for the goal, but a brilliant save. Absolutely brilliant. And that didn't happen too many times last season for Chelsea, um, where our keeper would bail us out. And, and that's something you need in your team. Um, I think my... My frustration is, once again, us being an expressive team, us playing to our attacking strengths. Um, you know, I think it's good to have two consistent performances. I think that's the thing I'll look at, right, is the sense that for back-to-back -back performances now, you can look at and go, that's consistency. I know it's frustrating we haven't scored. I know it's frustrating we don't look as fluid going forward. But if Lampard is starting to build that defensive base and structure with a consistent number of players back there, and then once we have that base ready and once he figures out the attacking sort of uh, part of the pitch in terms of who's going to play there with Ziyech coming back into fitness, with Havertz, with Timo, um, with Pulisic now back fit, there's work, you know, I have, I have a little bit more, so I think there's a lot more to do there and I, and I think you can have more hope there because there's individual quality as we saw at brief moments today of Christian Pulisic as well. So I'm not too sort of despondent about that. I think going to Old Trafford and getting a clean sheet, um, even with this current Man United team, I don't think is the worst result. Um, I think both managers will look at it and go, we're early in the season. If you look at the rest of the Premier League at the moment, it's really erratic. Teams are still dropping points. Uh, we move away and, and we hope to improve in the next game. And Chelsea now, you know, I don't want to see a nil-nil once again against Krasnodar on Wednesday and against Burnley. Again, now Chelsea needs to use these confident performances in terms of defensive structure and rigidness and then move on to the Krasnodar and uh, Burnley game for an opportunity to be much more expressive, much more progressive in terms of our attacking play, which hopefully we'll do. Another player I just want to mention, I don't want, I want to forget him because to some people, I'm sure he'll be a man of the match, uh, Reese James as well. Once again, following on from that brilliant defensive performance against Sevilla, he'd done it once again uh, tonight. And I think there was a frustration in the first half just based on everyone's attacking in that game, Man United and Chelsea. Reese wasn't getting up the pitch enough to, you know, put balls into the box. But in the second half, he got a lot more of that. And I think that balance we talk about so often, I think Reese had a perfect sort of nature today. And I think him and Dave, we've seen this in the back three before, right? I think it gives Reese that comfort in that position that he can go up further and know there's a security of Dave behind him. We saw that at a moment where Reese pushed a little bit further forward, uh, Rashford running on the left, and uh, Dave made a brilliant block because. 
because Dave's an exceptional one-on-one defender. So um, I think that once again works by that partnership. Whether that's going to be a consistent thing we see, I think based on the opposition, I don't think a that sort of formation I don't think is is good enough for say next week against Burnley or next week or next week against Krasnodar and moving forward where Chelsea have games you expect them to win and, and expect them to take a foothold in the match. But for tonight it worked. Um, it's not going to be on the highlight reel. I'm sure neutrals were really disappointed by that game. Um, it really was dull. I think it was um, very attritional. It was hard work. It was tense which the other night was. But then you think about the chaotic and shambolic second half against Southampton last week and all the concerns and worries we had about sort of the long-term structure of Chelsea's defence this year. And and if we don't improve that, how are we going to improve? I think after Sevilla and Man United, I think you have to give the team credit there because they haven't shown it for a long time under Frank Lampard, not consistently. And I think Frank should, and the players, and I think as fans, we should be happy with that, happy with Thiago Silva bedding in, happy with Zuma, Dave, you know, a lot of players now playing regularly, Mendy being in goal. And I think that's good. And hopefully more of the expression that we did see against Southampton and in the previous games come to the fore a bit more. Now we've got that structure. I think it's a good point. I have to be honest. Um, it's not an amazing point. I'm not jumping off the walls for it because it would have been amazing to beat Man United uh, tonight, get our first win at Old Trafford since 2013. The run goes on for another year. Um, so yeah, that's those are my feelings on the game. It wasn't exhilarating, um, but we move on now to Krasnodar. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to watch this review. If you did enjoy it, hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so you never miss an upload. Follow me on Twitter at Son of Chelsea and I'll see you again.